0: There's so much slobber and burping and just naked old man ass. (laughs) You made it dirty and weird. As soon as the drink just hits my
1: lips, that's what Pac-Man is, really. It's a it's a commentary on illegal immigration. My balls, my oh, I'm sweaty down there. Glad we're both going through menopause at the same time. I'm awkward.
0: So I noticed when um, when I got back from Florida, that, oh, it's, it's working good. My new mic, it's cheapy, but it's, I think pretty good. I noticed that. Um,
1: Is that what you're using today?
0: Yes. I just I, I'd like to keep using it, so I get so I get this thing like okay, no matter where I go, if I have this little one here, I've got it set right and all that. But oh, the USB, like not the input into the computer, but the one into the mic itself. I'm like. Why does it all of a sudden barely fit in? Like you have to really jiggle it around. Maybe it's because it's a Walmart special. I don't know, but hey, it, I'm like, oh, this is this isn't going to work. This is broken. Which I saved the box because, well, if it gets broken, then it goes back. So there's still a chance that it might find its way back to Walmart, and this might be a complete, I don't know. But I've got my other mic here, re- rocking, ready to go. So and
1: uh, last episode, you said you clicked something, the auto leveling or something.
0: Yes, and it's it, 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 I, my wavelengths are looking good right now. Okay, because that made a huge difference. Whatever you pressed,
1: I don't. We, we're using different programs, so I don't yeah. know your program, but uh, that made a huge difference.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah. So yeah, I think. I mean, I'm looking at the at the lines, and the lines look good. All right. Sorry,
1: I'm making notes because this is we're throwing the show together last minute.
0: Uh Uh-huh. I mean, it's going to be a whirlwind, let me tell you. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Well, that's all right. We don't have anything planned for middle segment anyway. We'll just... We're just wheeling and stealing. uh Limousine riding and...
0: uh, Oh, uh, we're we're flaring today, huh? Yeah, woo! (laughs)
1: Yeah. Oh, I hate Mondays, by the way. It's just not my day.
0: Yeah, that's Uh, Sundays, although yesterday... Oh, uh, well, yeah, I mean, yesterday was air travel, when which it actually went fairly smooth, which is it means a rare... the next time's going to be a blast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I average one good air travel for every three bad ones, so I figure, well, I'm due for an awful one the next trip. Uh, whatever, it's those are the rinky-dink airlines that go back and forth to Florida, and so I, I would rather that than a layover because. You add the layover on and now you're adding hours onto the flight and I, I'm not driving. No, I don't have enough of it. I don't have enough patience and I have too short of a temper to drive. So I'll just be mad at the airport.
1: <laughs> yeah. And there, it's ridiculous that you have to have a layover for, that's only,
0: that's not a long flight. What is it? No, two four, hours. Four? Oh. Yeah. Most flights, it's, oh yeah, layover in Atlanta, layover in New Jersey or whatever. It's, and those—that's all the big airlines. That's the, so anyway, but ah, oh, what a day! Oh, man, whoo! <laughs> I mean, it just every day, I just—I wake up with just, just heart, just, just black-hearted depression when I wake up living here. I, and I, I shouldn't, because we have a nice house. It's—it's it's a nice house, but everything around me is just a living hell. <laughs> There uh, and uh, back
1: you. I, Oh, oh! That what a great segue into me. Uh, um, so <laughs> I'm miserable today because I was so sore from working on the house all weekend, and I literally finished my roulette up mm, three minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, uh, what a weekend! Just renovating the kitchen. And no, the episode didn't go out, but hey, it'll go out this weekend, and then we'll be stacking episodes, which I've been wanting to do since we've done the show. That's not a bad um, idea. So, uh, I'm just gonna hold it off till the next, till this weekend, and too bad. Everybody deal with it. I still have a whole nother hour to edit on the, I, I yeah. edited every minute I had a chance till I finally, on Sunday, I was like, okay, I gotta get this done. And I texted you something, and didn't respond for like four hours. I was like, you know what? I'm taking Sunday off too. <laughs> yeah,
0: I was sleeping! <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Or relaxing, or doing whatever it is you do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I was up at four o'clock Getting ready to for the flight and which was actually pretty nice because we were we cruised right through Sarasota, Florida to get to the airport because no one's up. And I mean the flight le- luckily left on time, landed on time. Even by the time we landed and drove from Cleveland back here, the roads were still relatively empty because it's Sunday at like 9 a.m. So that that was the best part of my day yesterday was air travel and traveling. That's how Ooh. that's just how bad I hated here. And then kid wipes out on bike. So anyway, we'll see what, whatever. I don't know. I, my buddies down in Florida, my hero, they're frantically trying to talk me, talk me into moving back down. But <laughs> is that on the table? It is on the table, but I, I mean, the thing, here's the thing. Like, I would, I would like that, but I do admit, and you and I have talked about this years ago. I do admit. I mean, it is, it is hotter than the the, the surface of hell down here <laughs> yes. in the summer. So yes. it's like I understand, like it. Every place you live, you're going to have issues everywhere you live. it's yeah. just, That's just the way it is. I just, you know, if I could, literally, if I could rewind time, I would, and we would be back at our other location here in Canton. I, we would. Because you didn't hear me bitch. I mean, you didn't hear me bitch about this stuff.
1: No, I'm trying to, what was, oh, that was the, the place with the copper bar. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I.
1: Yeah. You I had, mean, see, you had a lot of people there, but it, uh, everybody had their cordoned off zones.
0: Yes. And everybody was just. Everybody left everybody alone. No one tried to make friends, and that's fine. But everybody was respectful of their own property and ours. We never had anything like this, and I understand this is a new development. But there's people living here. You have to, you have to be proactive. You have to. Uh, anyway, yep. so I, I know what
1: you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm to the point where I, I would lick I would live. Now, granted, I karate. I got karate here, but. I would literally move to Worcester even if I could at this point, just to get out of here where I'm living right now. Wow. <sighs> but anyway, maybe it'll get better. I think my wife is hoping that as the months tick on, it'll get better. But I don't know. I don't. I don't want to end up killing myself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that laugh was so sinister. So mm. sinister. <laughs> Uh, I think we all know you'd probably kill somebody else before yourself first, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. A bunch of Ooh. accidental fires in your cul-de-sac. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, oh, and it's just uh, just I'm seeing things that I shouldn't even be seeing outside. You're seeing things that shouldn't be seen, Eugene. <laughs> I, <laughs> that was from the that was from Pet Cemetery, remember? Oh, You're thinking thoughts that shouldn't be yeah. thought to Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, oh, the UPS truck just showed up here. Wait, wait, hold on, wait. Take me, please. I'll throw a sleeping bag in the trunk, back of the truck and play. Oh, there he goes. Oh, I wasn't rescued today.
1: He, he did his little circuit of the toilet bowl It is your cul-de-sac, and I'm going on.
0: And he, he drove through the, the pile of dirt out here that my wife was scraping up earlier. I mean, just a cloud of, of dust as he drove by. <laughs> oh, I'm laughing. Hey, Uh-oh. see? Oh, our podcast is therapeutic for my mental health... <laughs> Uh huh. Oh boy.
1: Ah. Uh. So anyway, um, yeah, I'm doing okay, I guess. I still got a. I still got tile to finish in the kitchen. Still not done. Oh,
0: yep. Still Looking a... good, though. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm impressed. Oh yeah, it looks way better. You could as soon as we change that lighting, you could be okay. This house is not from the 1950s anymore. Awesome.
0: Ugh. Yeah, that's definitely like. I mean, the goal was to lighten that place up, right? Lighten oh, yes. You
1: couldn't see anything. Even when you're cooking, you couldn't see...
0: oh, two yeah. fluorescent
1: lights was all that's in that kitchen. Dining room.
0: Ugh. Hated it. So, is that going to be it for the kitchen, then? Or, like... I think
1: so. I mean, we still have... I gotta paint the ceiling. I still gotta hang another light in there over the table. Just shit like that. Uh yeah. But I don't think we're doing any major... Anything else in there. Then we move to the outside stuff.
0: Oh... <laughs> When you were texting me about that, I'm like, how in the world are you going to do that? Whew. You just do it. You just, you just, I don't know. You just do it. I mean, my, my fear would be like, I, some of this stuff kind of sounds fun, but my fear would be that I wouldn't do it. would, I would ruin it. Like, oh, no, now our house looks like something straight out of, out of Dr. Seuss. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I, my dad was in construction and he built houses. Yeah, so I've been around that my whole life. Um, but. I, he comes out and will help me because he's kind of leaning towards semi-retirement as it is. So he's oh, okay. just, he's like getting pickier with the jobs he takes and stuff.
0: So he has time to help out with these kinds of projects. Would he have time to come out here and build like a 10 foot tall, like concrete wall around our house? Um, um, I think you can get a hold of the president about that one, sir. Oh yes. Okay. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's our lead into the roulette, I guess. Uh-huh. Huh? Yep. I'm <laughs> Eric. And I'm Eugene. And here's the roulette.
1: It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette where we dive in the ocean of cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. Oh, I guess I do have something to bitch about. Soccer starts tonight. Oof. And I'm the coach on one of the oh, teams.
0: Double double sucker punch right there.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I knew I was pissed about something. Uh <laughs>
0: And because Lucas's his arm is all scraped up, he can't go to karate. So I gotta watch him while wife takes Hudson to karate. And then as soon as she gets back, then I gotta go and I gotta finagle supper. and
1: mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> It's great. Is it wine o'clock yet? Is it wine o'clock yet? No, it is not. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, it is. Maybe. Sure. <laughs> why not? <laughs>
1: Uh, it's not till like six o'clock tonight, you know, right square in the middle of your evening ruiner. Just
0: (laughs) (laughs) how many, how many uh, times a week is uh, soccer?
1: I haven't got the schedule yet. I'd say two or three probably.
0: (laughs) Then the games start. (laughs) So it could almost be considered soccerati. That's kind of you and I, things <laughs> kind of combined and mushed and sexed, sexed together. <laughs> ew, ew, you made it <laughs> dirty and weird. <laughs> That's my job.
1: <laughs> okay, this episode of the Roulette is Prospect, up against Last Nights, and you're up first.
0: Tell me about Last Nights. Last Nights, uh, Kazuki... Kiri sure, whatever, uh, the director of Last Night's, 2015, a fallen warrior rises against a corrupt and sadistic ruler to avenge his dishonored master, starring Clive Owen, Morgan Freeman, and, uh, those are the two biggest names in the movie, although this is a retelling of the, uh, what's it called, the 47 Ronin, is that what it is? Oh, yeah, I guess it is kind of, isn't it? Yes. Uh, $40 million budget. And I'm not sure if this got a theatrical release or if this was just kind of quietly dumped onto streaming. But this is a good movie. Uh, this this you know what this feels like a perfect January movie where you know mid tier budget and the actors are you know you recognize the actors. It's nothing like wa- mind blowing awesome. But I was even for two hours never bored. I liked where it was going. I mean you kind of know where it's going for the most part, but I liked it. God. The last hour is almost non-stop action. Mm-hmm. And even though... I actually think that I liked the first hour almost better. I liked the... uh You know, getting to know the, the villains and how things kept going worse and worse and worse. And you know what's coming. You know that they're going to get their comeuppance. But I liked that first hour setup. Good acting. Uh, I mean, it's nothing... I, I think maybe... Morgan Freeman may have been miscast. He, his acting was really good. But... So, it's hard for me to, like, I think that he was maybe slightly miscast, but maybe it's because he was also in Ben-Hur reboot, which I actually enjoyed. But even in that one, I'm like, ah, you don't quite fit. You're a good actor, and your acting is quite good, but you're not quite fit in that role. But that's minor nitpicking. For a roulette, this is an easy thumbs up. Yeah. I like
1: the world they set up, too. It doesn't feel like it's really set in any realistic history. No, it doesn't. It's like a mishmash of, of like, a um, Knights of the Round Table, King Arthur kind of thing, and a samurai movie. So it makes sense that you, yeah, 47 Ronin. You know?
0: Yeah. Cool. But I, yeah, I I do agree. That might be another reason why I liked it uh, as much as I did, is that myth, I don't know, mystical, almost type atmosphere. I mean, it's, it's, it's almost like it borderlines on fantasy, especially with the main villain and, I don't know, how he's... He's despicable. Like, he, they had a good villain here. I liked him. Well, yep. I hated him, but he, he played the part well. But yeah, it was good. Actually, it's, it I mean, minor, minor spoilers here, but Clive Owens character after his master is killed, spoiler, spoiler, he becomes this, this drunk in town. And I was really wondering where they were going to go with that. And then when things kind of play out as they do, I'm like, ah, it was, that was cool. I liked that. I mean, why, my wife, she watched part of it and she was like, yeah, it was okay.
1: I told Which, you that second act, you got to hang with it a little bit. But it, it comes around, and it, was, and it was worth the wait. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't look like it got a release. At least I'm not seeing one. Mm-hmm. And it's got
0: 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Oof. It's, a, it's R-rated, and that actually surprises me because it is R-rated, but just barely. There's a couple violent, gory parts, but I'm actually a bit surprised that they didn't just trim back slightly for a PG-13. But I guess if you're not going theatrical, then... Who cares? Uh, But it wasn't all that terribly violent. I mean, yeah, there was the last hour was there was a lot of sword play, but it was never, like I said, other than a couple gory, just a couple gory bits. This lots of, you know how that how it is. But, oh, the sword killed him, but you don't see any blood. It's just Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Slash. Keep moving. Slash. Keep moving. But yep, good stuff. I, I feel bad for Clive Owen. I feel like he needs to be in more. He's a good actor. At, or get a better agent or something. Yeah, it's like he's been—he's in, in a lot of stuff that, like this. This, it, this is perfectly good, but he should be in—I don't know—bigger,
1: better things. Uh, three point five million at the box office. Ouch. But I can't find anything on the release. But that's what it says on Wikipedia.
0: Yeah, that—that's that, no good. Yeah, I mean, seriously, I'm looking through his like the international. Both of us liked that movie, but that one didn't do good at the theater. Shoot'em Up. I mean, Shoot'em Up was 2007. That didn't do good. I liked that. You didn't much, you didn't like that at all, I don't believe. Oh, I hated it. Now, Children of Men might be the last, I mean, that's, that's what, 13 years ago. That was a great movie. Sin City, King Arthur. It almost looks like in the mid-2000s is when he kind of had a little rise and now it's just relegated to direct-to-video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ooh, there's a lot of direct video on this list. I know. He's not quite Nick Cage level yet. Like, he's not in those types of movies yet, but he's... uh, that's too bad. He elevates whatever material he gets, though. He's really watchable. He is. Like, this could have been pretty bad had it been for, like, a really bad... Like, I don't want to say Nick Cage, but (laughs) Nick Cage could have ruined
1: this. (laughs) You might have got another Season of the Witch kind of movie, though. Yeah. Nick Cage.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah,
1: which I enjoyed that for what it was. Yeah. Uh, okay, on my side, Prospect, from 2018. Uh, a Teenage girl and her father travel to a remote alien moon aiming to strike it rich. They've secured a contract to harvest a large deposit of the elusive gems hidden in the depths of the moon's toxic forest. And I have seen parts of this movie in a web series form, and it was produced by a company called Dust or something, I believe, and uh, the uh, Dust is a a big part of this movie, because it's a lower budget, I think it's a lower budget science fiction-y, definitely science fiction, but I I would say it has a meager budget, and they use every single dime they got. It's on the screen, it looks really good, and they have dust everywhere in the screens, and in the shots, and it makes it look like an alien moon. Uh, And the dust is part of, like, that's why they have to wear helmets and breathers and everything, because you can't get around that dust. I mean, there is an a- atmosphere and oxygen and everything, but the the mix is not great. You can survive in it, but that dust is going to kick your ass. It's going to kill you. So the dust part of it looked amazing. And I wonder if that's not why they named the company Dust, was because it gives everything a sci-fi look. Much better than the J.J. Abrams uh, lens flare effect. Okay. Uh, so, if uh, you do feel like you're getting shit in your eyes. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, it makes it look really cool. Uh the movie itself it's it's fine. I I didn't love it. I see here that the one guy in it is Jay Duplass. Is that Mark Duplass's brother? Oh, I bet it is. Yeah. And they worked together on uh those slasher movie. What were those called? Uh, Creep? Oh yeah, Creep 1 and 2. Okay. And Pedro Pascal, who is now Mm. a big star, but I think probably at the time when they started this might not have been. I I should just go look this shit up, because I'm jumping to a lot of (laughs) guesses. I'm guessing. Hold on a sec here. Anyway, so things go bad, and then they go from bad to worse, and then bad to worse, worse, and you can kind of tell how things are going to go, and they generally go that way that you think they're going to. But, I mean, it was fine. It was fine. I mean, there were a couple of parts where I was like, eh, ah, let's move it along here. But it, it, it was totally worth a watch, and I'm trying to see a release. <laughs> Released it, South by Southwest. The company Gunpowder and Sky under the... You can also tell when it's a... It must be a meager budget when there's... A, Five different companies up front that made the thing.
0: Yeah. Guns, you've never uh, heard Gunpowder of... And, Gunpowder and Sky. Uh, I used to book movies uh, with them at the theater. Mm. So, I mean, they're a little bit more art house type fare.
1: It has 40 reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, 36 positive, 4 negative. 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. It doesn't have much about the release of it. That's what I was... Tr- I'm not release, but the making of. I don't know. At any rate, that was the feel that I got from it. It started off as a maybe a web series, and they cut it back together into a movie form, which is fine. It didn't feel like a bunch of episodes, but you could you could definitely tell like here's maybe where they could have you know had an edit that was where the episode was at that kind of thing. Gotcha. But uh, eh, I mean, worth a watch if you're if you want to, just for some interesting ideas, especially for uh, if you're interested in uh, indie film or making your own films or how to stretch a budget, stuff like that. I think you should give it a watch because there's some really good tricks that they've that you you can see if you if you have an eye for that kind of thing. It's good stuff. I mean that in a complimentary way. Uh, but for you personally, are you gonna sit down and be like, "Oh, this movie rocked"? No, I don't think so. Uh, but harmless time on the roulette. Okay, let's go to the next round.
0: All right. Okay, so first up is The Great Silence. And I'm not sure if I... I believe I've had this on the roulette before for you. Uh, But I'm putting it up here again just because I want your opinion on this movie at some point. This is a spaghetti western directed by Sergio Corbucci. Uh, It is one of, I would say, the top three spaghetti westerns I've ever seen. It's right up there with Django. Uh, um, a mute gunfighter defends a young widow in and a group of outlaws against a gang of bounty killers in the min, in the winter of 1898. In a grim, and a grim, tense struggle unfolds. And this stars the great Klaus Kinski as the villain. This is a none of these spaghetti westerns are really feel good, but this one here is. I mean, I'm just forewarning you, it's it's a bit more heavy than a lot of them, but it is so good. And this might be one that's a big, it's. The, the landscape, like the snow, mountain stuff, really plays a part in the feel of the movie. So it, maybe it's one a little bit more towards winter. But I really want an opinion on this movie from you because it is a great, great movie. Cool. Uh, next up is Top Not Detective uh, from 2017. This is just interesting um, Action, comedy, crime, something or other. Hour and 27 Minutes, directed by Aaron McCann and Dominic Pierce. This is the story of how a failed Japanese samurai series became an instant cult classic. And I believe that this is a mockumentary. At least from what I'm seeing, uh, it is... like when I watched the trailer. It sure looked like a real documentary. Okay, and it might... Be, I just thought, I thought I read somewhere that it is... I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, but... It sounds really cool. The runtime's good, and it's on canopy, so there you go. Um, and then last from me is American Hangman. I'm prepared, you see, as uh-huh. I... <laughs> uh, hour and 39 Minutes starring Don Sutherland. Uh, two men are chained up in a basement. Oh, it sounds like my roulette a couple weeks ago. Uh, captor has cameras aimed at them. Sounds and is like streaming... your wife in the cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm, <laughs> it is. Uh, let's see if this ends in. Well, okay. Uh, the captor has cameras aimed at them and is streaming it on the internet, turning it into a trial on the. Uh, I don't like. I, I... Okay, it's a thriller. Whatever. Uh, uh, Wilson Coney Bear is the director. So. There's that, I guess. Coney Bear, huh? That's something. Hmm.
1: Okay, coming your way. Iceman. This has been on before, but I think it looks good, so we're going to keep tossing it up there every now and then. In the Otztal Alps, more than 5,300 years ago, Caleb returns from a hunting trip to find his settlement raided and his entire tribe and wife and son murdered. Driven by pain and anger, Caleb has only one goal. Revenge! Next up is your safe pick, the accountant of Auschwitz. I think I might have thrown this up there before. Mm -hmm. Uh, 78 minutes, I believe it's a doc. Decades after World War II, a former SS officer stands trial in his native Germany after being charged for his complicity in the murder of Jews at Auschwitz. It better be a documentary because that would be a shitty movie. And lastly, your Netflix horror movie of the week, St. Agatha. Unwed and pregnant, a young woman flees her abusive home in the 1950s Georgia and takes refuge in... At a mysterious convent with a terrible secret, and it has a really creepy poster. I will say that. Uh, what do you want,
0: sir? Okay. Um. Hmm. Eeny, meeny, miny, Saint Agatha. Oh, jeez! <laughs> I
1: just can't throw. Hey, you that right. was
0: that <laughs> was directed by Darren Lynn Bousman, uh, of the Saw movies. So. <laughs> Any, good Saw, any of the good Saw movies?
1: Were there any good Saw movies? One?
0: Two, um, He did two, three, four, I think. I don't know. No. And then he did the Jersey Devil thing. Oh. All right. Uh,
1: and I will take Top Not Detective. That trailer was awesome. I was like, he clearly didn't watch this trailer because if he did, he probably wouldn't have put it on the roulette. Or he wouldn't have put two other choices up. It, it looks sweet.
0: No, I... I just looked at the pictures. I'm yep. a big picture guy. Yeah. <laughs> Read the synopsis and Canopy and the, the planets align. I'm like, perfect.
1: Hey, it sounds like a lot more research than you did last week. <laughs> or what's the week before? I can't remember. Last week, huh? What did I... Oh, there was one week where you threw me some Indian five-hour film and it was subtitled and a kid oh. was crying
0: or something. Oh, so, well, hey, I mean, if, 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 here's how much research I did this week. I One of the choices for you was the movie that you just reviewed. That's...
1: Yeah, yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> well done that's my
1: okay next episode on the roulette it will be oh what the hell will it be top knot detective up against St. Agatha that sounds hotter than I meant it okay so any idea for second segment what should we do here more bitching I guess all right oh I know what I can talk about I can kick us off with did you see the trailer for the new Eddie Murphy movie that just came out today Dolomite is my name
0: Ooh, wait, Eddie Murphy and Dolomite. Oh, okay, IMDb.
1: There's a picture of him. Yep, he's playing Dolomite, and it's like uh, it's not a documentary, but he's not. How do I how do I word this? It's not necessarily a Dolomite movie, but it's about the actual guy. Okay, it's not a
0: no the the black exploitation movie. Right, right. right. The, the, okay.
1: Yeah, I have I have a couple Dolomite movies. I I think they're awesome. I'm super excited about this. Looks... The trailer looks amazing. No? You didn't watch it? No. Well, check it out. <laughs> okay. And I think that's coming to Netflix and limited theatrical. So, uh, you think we'll be able to watch it on Netflix here soon.
0: I okay. do have a... I do have a bit of information to... Or a little rabbit trail that we could go on. Go for it. Let's talk about The Hunt, because this affects you directly.
1: Oh, son of a...
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. Um... Thank you, Trump's America. This movie got got yanked because how could we have freedom of speech? Um, what's the premise? I want to see what oh. they say the
1: premise is on IMDb. Because when I heard uh, about this movie getting yanked and why, I was like, oh, that sounds like a weird, dumb movie. And then I was like, wait, that's The Hunt? I watched that trailer. It didn't look like that.
0: Yeah, it looked great. I thought it looked really good. Um but I guess I didn't get li- political undertones at all in the trailer, did you? Oh, uh, I did a little bit, I guess now that I know that it's pulled and um you know, it's human hunting and I it seems like elite are hunting the the bible belt crowd or something like that, I don't know. Um So, but I I'm that was shame on Blumhouse for well, for, now, wait a minute.
1: Uh, Before you shame Blumhouse, I want to... Uh, real quick, here's the synopsis. Twelve strangers wake up in a clearing. They don't know where they are or how they got there. They don't know... They don't know they've been chosen for a very specific task, purpose, the hunt. So, yeah, that's all I took away from it was, you know, surviving the game. We've done these kinds of things. That in is movies. surviving the game. Yeah. yeah. There was no indication that... It, well, apparently, it's... They're hunting
0: right-wingers or something? Yes, that was... That's, I think, the gist. And then it's just kind of a big... From what I'm saying, it's like a, a, a look at our society and, like, this is what we... Kind of almost like a Purge type of thing again. Huh. But kind of reversed. But, of course... Anyway, I... Right here at the top of the poster from the producers of Get Out and The Purge. Hmm. I anyway. think the trailer looks good. And that was going to be your movie on the uh, Fantasy Movie League. Yeah. Yep, and it... Ah, he pricks. Uh, but, uh, back
1: to Blumhouse they're a smaller company and they got to find ways to make noise and get their lower budgeted films. You know, that's what they're built on. They got these low budget films that make a hundred million dollars sometimes, right? Yep. Something like this, a controversy like this, delaying a film like this, then everybody might run to see it. So then if they ever do release it, I don't know. It, it might, it might be a, a play in there. Like this might yeah. be by design, but yep, ah, it could not. be.
0: I mean, and, Well, we'll find out soon enough, because they might end up just going and dumping it onto Netflix or Hulu or whatever, voodoo, like just streaming. I, I don't know. Or they could wait till, they could shelve it till next Halloween, like not this coming but the next Halloween, and release it as a Halloween movie. You never know. Man,
1: there's a lot of people on this list that I know. Emma Roberts, Hillary Swank, Ethan Supley, Justin Hartley, Glenn Howerton, Amy Madigan, Damn. Ah, you pricks. I gotta... And there's nothing left. I went looking for another movie. And there's there's nothing.
0: It's just <laughs>
1: round average for me.
0: That's... Yeah. At this point, it's we're so late in the game that there's not much to pick. Mm-hmm. But I, I was... Supr- I was relatively impressed with the trailer, and we... Steve and I saw the trailer in front of... Uh, uh, crawl I believe and we're like ah there's that's Eric's movie that's the untitled Blumhouse thing mm-hmm. and now it is continues to be untitled <laughs> but anyway oh, well. so there's that's what I've got I just I think it's pretty pathetic and of course you got the Trumpsters out there that are coming out of the woodwork and it's good it's good that you know that finally Hollywood is you know Taking a stand for this violent, you know, violence video games and movies and damn, fuck you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But please note that they're more willing to do something about video regulating video games than guns. It's, yeah. That's where, yeah, guns don't kill; people kill. By the way, we got to ban video games because video games kill.
0: Yeah, except video games weren't around when oh, I'm not going to get into it. Yeah. Whatever. But,
1: <laughs> yeah, there were see. there were no wars before video games came out. Yeah, around. there was
0: no. It was like it was literally the Garden of Eden. Like. <laughs> Minus minus the Satan snake thing, it was Garden of Eden until literally, I guess, the Nintendo. Yeah, here came Pac-Man. Wanga Wonka 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 Wonka. That Was it? Yep.
1: <laughs> Why can't he just a- leave those damn ghosts alone?
0: <laughs> yep. Now here we are, the ruination of society as we know it. That's what
1: Pac-Man is, really. It's a it's a commentary on illegal immigration because he yes. comes into the ghost slayer and eats all their pills and then is running away from that's that's horrible, just horrible. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, uh, but do you think that this is going to have any ripple effect on anything else? Like, no, do you think,
1: uh, they do this every couple years. This isn't anything new. They, okay. you got to remember, whenever something comes up that's so in the news, it's just you couldn't have predicted something like this. We have purge movies. How many purge movies are there? Nobody's crying about that. I know, and it's
0: like literally the the same premise for the most part. It's oh, even be worse. Good. Here comes a oh, here comes a bulldozer. Oh, fucking my life, a bulldozer. <laughs> I'm, I'm expecting them to just come and just tear up our yard just because, just because. Wouldn't you be happy what though? If, then you could move. You could justify it. Yeah. I'm not sure. Anyway, sorry to... I hate I, you in your office so much. Oh, I yeah. hate me in my office. <laughs> hey, at least your internet's good today. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's, it's peppy <laughs> until this, this motorized contraption severs our line.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, I thought you said you wanted your house bulldozed.
1: You're like, actually, you know what? Actually, yeah,
0: Fuck it. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> Oh, that's it. I've been, yeah, okay. I'm, I'd, 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 I, I, I just I'm wondered AD. if you had anything else you were gonna say. No, nope. it does stink. I, I would have uh, more than likely supported that movie in the theater. I would have watched that. But. Oh well, uh, yeah. What I was
1: saying is, this happens every couple of years. There's, there's something. Uh, uh, Spider-Man, the original. Well, oh, the first Spider-Man. It, they. I don't know if they delayed it, but they had some harsh edits to do in it because there's a scene in the old, lost first teaser trailer where he puts a web up between the two towers, and That's then right. 9/11 happened, and you can't have any representation of the two towers in there because it will break you. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know what I don't I didn't see the point in that one. It was come yeah. on, it happened, so what? Like
0: <sighs> now, there's been other. I, I remember uh, Eli Roth's. Green Inferno, I believe that that one was pulled, and then another distributor took ownership of it, and the movie still flopped, but that, they, Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses had issues with the distributor saying, nope, I don't want any part of this movie, and so it got shuffled around. So yeah, I know, I, I see what you're saying. I just, this one here is very much a direct reflection of our current times, and I think that it would probably do fairly well because of that, but... Um...
1: I don't know, I, you know... Uh... In certain times, Hollywood knows the, when the horror movies need to come out, because all of a sudden they get real popular, in times of depression, I guess, yeah. or when the economy's down or whatever, and th- they know. They just know when it's time to move shit, a lot of times, it seems, or what yeah. the crowd is after, and when there's a lot of gun violence, they're not going to be after a movie about gun violence, so that yeah. could be another reason they moved it. They can say yeah. it's about this, that, or the other thing, but uh, Hollywood lies for a living.
0: By the way, I must say that, uh, I, I bring, I keep bringing Crawl up, but I, I am so impressed with how that little movie just keeps, it's almost at 60 million dollars worldwide. 60 million dollars for a movie that I thought was going to tank so hard. Uh, and it just, that is truly a word of, I keep saying this, but that, it just seems like that is a word of mouth movie. That there's enough horror fans out there that were like, no, this is a legit good movie. And it is a good movie that it's just silently kind of chugging along. And I, I, I love that, that little underdog type of uh, movie that just kind of crept in and is doing okay for itself. Yeah, that's Especially awesome. Especially that director. I, I really like that director. He's made some some duds, but Alexandra Aja still gets a pass in my book, unlike someone else I'll be talking about in <laughs> Recently Watched. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Where are we at, Time-wise do you want to just go to recently watched and then we can just review a thing or two and we can rabbit trail as needed. Um, yeah, sure. Because, nice I've, I've, go for yeah, it.
0: because I've, I've got another little rabbit trail type thing that kind of deals with a TV show that might be fun to talk about too. As you know, I'm not done with it yet, so I don't want to review it too much, but I thought we might want to just talk about it a little bit.
1: Oh, I'm, I, I think I know what you're talking about. Go for it, sir. Okay. What, well, what movie were you talking about? Who's not getting a pass anymore? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I don't get paid enough for this shit or any number of stupid, not funny, lame one-liners in Hellboy from 2019. Yes, quote unquote directed by Neil Marshall. Oh, I I I went in with low expectations, thinking you know what, I wouldn't be surprised if I end up liking this maybe a little bit more than you, just because I'm my expectations are so low. No, no. It still, it still was scratching my anus. Oh, <laughs> uh, just, just something about it. I, I, I'm with you. It wasn't awful. It wasn't awful, but it wasn't good. I just everything about it was just like, oh, there's more fake CGI gore. I, I look like I'm watching a PS4 cut screen. And, and it was meaningless, Gore. It, yeah, was, like, oh, it was like we're going to
1: oh, cut to a street, there's monsters killing lots of people, and you're yeah. like, what, what is this even? What's even
0: going on? Yeah. I mean, and I, unless the uh, the practical effects were that good, to me, it, it just all looked like flashy CGI. The whole thing just reeked of sci fi original. That that was like, it's not. If there would have been a sci fi original, it would have been like, eh, all right, sci fi original, not bad, I, I, I guess. But this is a bigger ticket Neil Marshall movie. And good Lord. Oh, just drug on and on and on. and,
1: oh, I'm, and the, I'm, this, I'm looking at the quotes on IMDb just so I could try and remember what some of them were. Because like I said, his one-liners were so cliche that they were just, oh. they were groaners. It was like, Oh, not even dad joke. Funny. Just <laughs> it's not going to work, you know, cause I'm a Capricorn and you're fucking nuts.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Like and that's the level of jokes through the entire thing. I don't think I cracked a smile once with any of these. They were just oh, it was so bad and the story was and the, and the story was okay. Mila Jovovich is this witch lady thing that's coming back to wreak havoc on the world and she likes monsters and whatever. It was fine, but it just I am with you on this movie seemed to have gotten a lot of tinkering from from uh the studio. However, there is still a director of this movie and I don't, I can't possibly see how this movie could have worked. Even if Neil Marshall would have been left completely alone, make whatever you want and we're going to release it. I eh, eh, no, there's not a good movie buried in here somewhere. It's no, <laughs> it's not. not.
1: That's why you uh, halfway through, you were texting me about studio interference or something. And I was, I don't think so. If, yeah. if so, maybe they should have meddled more. Yeah. Some dads yeah. give their kids Legos. Oh, I kind of remember that one, too. Oh. They will build statues of you from the bones of your enemies. Gonna need a shit ton of bones.
0: Waka waka waka!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who are you calling monster, pal? Have you looked in the mirror recently?
0: Oh. That's not funny, and I don't care if that was in the comic books. It doesn't work on screen. That, oh. But then you go to the... Uh, no, I haven't watched the Ron Perlman ones and the Del Toro ones in a long time, but... I don't remember any of his kind of cheesy one-liners falling flat. Those felt good. Organic. They, they felt yeah. good. Yeah. And the special effects were good from all the way back what 15 years ago now. Uh oh, David Arbour was he was okay. I felt bad for him. Uh Ian McShane is okay. Mila Jovovich is they're all actors I acting. You sound exactly I, I how I sounded when
1: I was reviewing the thing and I Listened back to that review, and I just get angrier and angrier. I didn't realize how angry I was at that movie until I actually reviewed it. Uh, listen up, ladies and gentlemen. Out there is a 5th century sorceress who wants to bring down the curtain on London and the world. Hellboy.
0: Great. Homework. Oh, yep. I, I do remember that one, because I, I recall groaning, like, ugh. <sighs> 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 Out of the
1: ashes, a new Eden will emerge. Oh, that's so corny. Uh, Hellboy. Okay, I'd appreciate a prophecy with more relatable stakes. Uh, just everyone's like, but um,
0: mm-hmm. uh, And then the CGI happens and it's just, oh, I'm like, it's fine if it's a PlayStation, Xbox video game or or CGI from like 10, 15 years. No, not even that. The original Hellboy and the sequel was way better than this. I CGI said it would have been one. right at home in and, and 2002. Yeah. Yeah, or earlier.
1: When we didn't have any good, uh, any great comic book movies.
0: Yeah. But I I think, yeah, I'm with you on, if this would have been released like 15, 20 years ago, wow! Maybe, wow, maybe.
1: Well, we had been like, cool, we got a Hellboy movie.
0: Yeah. We got, just like, we got a Spawn movie. Yeah. Yeah. But no, 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 no. And now I actually regret not just watching yours for free because I I spent five whopping bucks on this and (laughs) that's $5 I'll never get back two hours of my life I'll never get back and I'll never watch it again. I can't imagine I'm going to sit through that again. I don't know that I will... Yeah, of
1: course I will in the comic book guy. I'll be like, maybe that was okay. I'm Mm. Eugene chugging down his real shitty 70s horror movies that he (laughs)
0: hates. (laughs) Right back Mm -hmm. in for another round. Uh, Even the very beginning, like the first sentence of the movie is something like, oh, fucking this or that. I'm like, oh, come on. Oh, edgy, edgy. No, it... Nope, that was a big fail, but, but again, I will say, I didn't, it wasn't an all outright, like, awful, horrible piece of shit movie. I I could watch it, but it was just so bland and mediocre, and I just didn't care about anything. Nope, me neither, and we redid The Origin again. Yeah, we did, we did. Backed and some of go. it World looked War.
1: like the same scenes,
0: like the used old footage. Like the, the little demon Hellboy guy crawling out. And <sighs> Ugh. Oh yeah, here's, here's one good point about the movie is, once the final battle thing happens, I'm like, oh thank Christ, that's over. And then I'm like, I looked at the time, I'm like, whoa, hey, there's like 20 minutes left. Does that mean that the trailers are the, the, does that mean that the end credits are going to be like 15 minutes? Yay, they are. (laughs) Ah. So, uh, have, we got to reach that runtime some way. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's real slow end credits. What did they say okay. in
1: Mystery Science Theater? Now they're just listing people that walked by the studio one day. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think that's so funny when that's like, fifth, really? 15 minutes worth, almost 15 minutes worth of end credits for Hellboy?
1: I, I get Ugh. 15 minutes worth of trailers for Star Wars.
0: I get that. Yeah, our trailers. We keep yeah. calling them trailers credits, damn it. Credits. Yeah, this should have just at the very end, just lop it off at an hour and forty-five, and just fin, and <laughs> spare us because no one cares.
1: <laughs> this is this isn't a credit list. This is a shame list.
0: Yes, just fin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's that's so great. awkward outside. It's so awkward. I mean, just everybody's awkward. I feel like I've just caused a shitstorm of. Awe. Oh, the landscaper's out there putting bales of hay down. The other the other neighbor that's not involved walked past not looking at not looking up because I oh, it's so it's so awkward. I think everybody hates everybody and the emperor sits on his throne. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> feel the hate. <laughs>
1: Perfect. Per- perfect. <laughs> um, oh, and one, one other
0: quick... One quick cool thing about Hellboy. I I, I really did like when his horns grew. I, I thought that looked kind of cool. It was kind of a, almost a throwback to Legend, Tom Cruise Legend mm-hmm. movie. I thought that that looked kind of cool, like the the huge devil horns. And I'm literally... I'm scraping here. I'm trying to find something. But I, I'm like, ah, oh, that's kind of cool. But the movie was so that I'm like, hey... Check out those horns, uh, and then back to hating myself and being depressed for watching it. <laughs> good, good,
1: makes me happy. Yep, we we sh- I love it when when I review a film and you come back with the exact same review. That that makes me happy. I like and it. I went in on the
0: defenses. I'm like I'm I'm like it can't be that bad, uh, and I'm like uh, my expectations were so low, but nope, it they were low for a reason. And I gave it one and a half stars. I think. I mean generous.
1: I'd say generous. I'd probably give it a three and a half, so about the same area.
0: Yep. Three. Yep. Three.
1: I'll go three. Okay, do you want to talk about Another Life?
0: Another Life.
1: Sure. This is astronaut Nico Breckenridge and her young crew face unimaginable danger as they go on a high-risk mission to explore the genesis of an alien artifact. Oh, that's the Netflix show. Yep. Katie. that's pretty good. Katie Sackhoff. And, uh, who's that other guy? We know that guy. She was in Battlestar Galactica, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Justin Chatwin. We know him. Mm. Oh, you know Justin Chatwin, sir. He's starred in such, starred in such things as Dragon Ball Evolution, um, War of the Worlds. He was the son in War of the Worlds. No way! Yeah. Really? Yep, all grown up and playing Katie Sackhoff's husband. Uh, he was also in the American version of t- 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 Shameless. And I would okay. like to say, for those shitty things that we mock him for, the other roles, in Shameless and in this show and in some uh, something else I saw him in, he was quite good. So I think with him, if he gets good material, you're okay. Uh, uh, unlike that one guy that I can't stand in everything. No matter what material
0: he has, he sucks. Um Oh, uh Interstellar Guy? Yeah, yeah. I'm literally drawing a blank right now.
1: I, I don't like to shit all over actors and actresses and whatnot, but uh that one he's my one guy. He's my scapegoat that you know, you know what? No, you I just don't don't float with you. Okay, this show. Oh, it also has Selma Blair in it. Speaking of Hellboy people. Mm, uh, yep. And a bunch of people I didn't really know. Um, So it's an extremely science fiction show. This alien ship artifact thing comes and lands on Earth in the middle of the day. It's not some little thing that the government runs and hides away. And I mean, everybody sees it come and land. And so the whole world's like, holy shit, aliens. Well, we got to send a crew to go where this thing came from and see what's going on there. This was like a hello or mm-hmm. what's happening. Great premise. I'm in, you know. Uh, So Katie Sackhoff has to go run across the galaxy and her husband is a scientist who's on Earth trying to communicate with this... It looks like a big rocky rock crystal thing trying to figure out how to communicate with it. So they make progress on the ground. And... uh, Ho-ho-ho-ho! But this crew they've assembled, there's problems right from the get-go. And it's a bummer because the very first episode they they wake up from their whatever cryo-sleep thing. And right away, the one guy is giving her the business because I guess he used to be the captain, and now she's the captain. And mm-hmm. in the first episode, there's a mutiny. I mean they they've been out they've been out there for fifteen thirty days, and already people are getting cabin fever and mutiny. Are you out of your mind? Like one, I don't want to see you arguing on the first episode. I've got the crew infighting. That's not what I'm. That's not what I'm here for. I'm here for you guys to go explore and Star Trek and stuff. The first episode, so already not putting a great taste in my mouth. Okay, and then we're moving on to the next episode, next couple episodes, and uh, you the know, trailer looks
0: good, by the way. Trailer, I the trailer, t- the special yeah.
1: effects are awesome. They do cool things like, oh, you know, we've got damaged by—I don't even remember now—something. Well, we got to find a breathable atmosphere so we can recharge our thingy thing, our sciency thing. So they go do that one episode. And that was cool. You know, had some good special effects on the new planet that they found. Oh, we can't go through this area of dark matter. We don't know what's in there. Okay, that's kind of an interesting idea. But then they sprinkle things in there that are not really flowing for me. For example, do you remember uh, Sense8, the Netflix show Sense8? I didn't watch it, but you really liked it. Yeah, I really did. And in that uh, show, they had had people of every sexual makeup. Mm Mm-hmm. I remember you. And sure. it was so organic the way that it was handled and the way that it was done. It felt totally natural and normal and great in this show. This crew is specifically comprised of like one person from a group. Like there's a trans person on there and there's one person that finds out he's gay and he's black. And there's, it. it did it. It just feels thrust together in a way that's not natural. I don't mean not natural as in God's design. I mean not natural as in... How did you get this group of people together? It it just was... I don't know. It didn't make me uncomfortable or something. It just didn't feel natural. Like, we're supposed to believe that all these people are a unit, and they work together, and they have for years and years and years, and it didn't feel like it. It... uh. It felt like we need to cram together uh, somebody from each group to, because that's what the world wants us to do. Because uh, that will appease people or something. Mm-hmm. It did not feel natural. Whereas in Sense8, it, they even handled it. It was even, I would say even more hardcore in Sense8. And it t- felt totally fine. It felt, uh, I don't know. I keep saying natural. That's not the right word to use. It just felt organic. Let's put it that way. It felt more organic. Whereas here it, eh, it was just it felt like a hodgepodge of of trying to please people or something. I don't know. I don't know. Episode after episode after episode. I'm in because of all of the damn science fiction stuff, but oh, I'm like, why are we wasting our time doing this? You got a great premise and you're spinning your wheels. You're just dicking around, and ugh, oh, I'm sorry, you're mad that I killed a guy from three episodes ago. Hey. Why don't you just tell him he was trying to kill me? That's why I, and then I kicked him and then he accidentally died. Why don't you just say that? You would end the argument right there. But Mm -hmm. but uh, I don't want to do that. And, you know, we've got such super technology that you have hologram conversations with people on Earth, right? Their hologram is on your spaceship. Your hologram is at their kitchen table. Amazing. Oh, but we don't happen to have any cameras on the ship that, you know, saw that the guy was trying to kill you with a knife. Oh, the can be... Okay. It's, why, they, here's the thing. They don't even address it. They don't even bring it up. It's just, nope, I killed him. Mm. Sorry, everybody hates me now. Ah, I'm still your captain. Charging on. Like, they just do a lot of things like that that I consider to be poor writing. And I hate the mutiny stuff. It seems like every sci-fi show has to have an obligatory mutiny episode, where somebody gets mutinied, and then the captain's in the jail, and then the captain convinces somebody to help him out, and the captain takes charge again, and it's all neatly wrapped up in 45 minutes. And we're right back where we started. We have accomplished nothing. I don't like that, and that's how they started episode one. So, finally they start getting somewhere towards the end of the show, and you're not watching this, so... Uh, okay. Yeah. Spoiler, spoiler, I guess. <sighs> Did you finish the whole season? Uh, 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 no. Yes and no. Mm, okay. I finished the show. I didn't finish the season because it's half of season.
0: Because Ugh.
1: we get to a cliffhanger part where we, oh no, we know what's happening. Now we gotta... Uh, this is what's really going on. All right, let's hit play on the next episode. It's finally getting good. And that's it. No more episodes for you. Uh, Oh, so are you going to continue? Are you... I'm kind of committed because now it's starting to get better. But mm, I'm doing it begrudgingly, let me tell you. (laughs) One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Well, there's ten episodes. So I guess it is a complete season. But it, it... it ends right where it's it finally starting Something, something's happening. Maybe you'll like this if you like that. Oh, I was pissed. Oh, and there's lots of arguing on Earth between the her husband and the media.
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> well, the trailer looked so good. Cause that trailer looked legit good. I'm like, now that is one that I might have to uh, watch. And you know me, I'm not the biggest telev- television show guy, but... Like, uh, now uh, I'm hitting the
1: brakes. I mean, listen to the description of episode one. After saying goodbye to her family on Earth, Nico wakes in space to find the salvare off course and divided loyalties among her young crew. Episode one. Season one, episode one. You're, it, you guys barely left. You got on, you went to sleep, you woke up. Like, I can understand when some of those things hap- happen because, oh, it's Star Trek. We've been out here for five years. Shit gets twisted. I understand. Yeah. Whatever, I I, I, just irritated me. And then they got a little girl, and why is she allowed to be on the government site? Oh, okay, because dad's a scientist there. I get it. Okay, you run off now with the with the you know the babysitter. Okay, huh? Something's happening with the artifact. Kid turns around, runs charging straight at the artifact, and the shockwave goes out. Now the kid's in a coma. I don't want to. I don't want to deal with this. Like. This isn't entertaining this is why did that stupid kid do that? Why did nobody grab it why, ah, just
0: So the kid is essentially Wesley pretty much although I guess Wesley no. on the next yeah he was at least kind of a know-it- all smart kid. Mm. She's seven
1: so, uh, just stuff like that irritating we don't need we don't need it in there. Why don't you give him a, a dog and then the dog can come get hurt what why am I dealing with this subplot? I've got this awesome big plot to deal with. Let's deal with that. And they could have moved it along just as fine without all that crap and maybe got me a complete season. Okay, enough bitching about that. And, of course, I'll probably watch more of it because <laughs> got to see where the hell this is going.
0: Okay, back to you. Um, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. This was for my birthday. My wife was like, what do you want to see? And I wanted to see scary movies to tell in the dark or whatever it's called. But mm, let's go watch Hobbs and Shaw, especially because we were in Florida at the time, and they have the IMAX down there that I have seen Prometheus at, uh, Star Trek. The, I, I've seen so many of the uh, just great experiences at that IMAX. It, it is, which this is a little bit of a rabbit trail here. We do have the XD theater here at at uh, the Cinemark theater, and it is great. It's it's great. The screen's huge. The seats are great. The sounds, for the most part, really good. Something, something about that IMAX though, the sound system is so incredible. Um, and I, I messaged you guys, or I, uh, private mess or whatever you guys, and let you know, like, if XD would be, XD is kind of like the equivalent of like a, an American high-end muscle car. That IMAX theater is like the top of the line European, like, exotic car. It's the, the sound I cannot, explain how good it sounds it's so crystal clear and to the point where it's almost too loud like my wife was like this is so loud I'm like "Mm hmm." but by the end of the movie on my key she's right it's loud it's it's really loud but it's so crystal clear and the picture quality is i i, w- I guess i would i'm i'm assuming that the picture quality is probably as good as the uh xd screen Here, but that sound system is just—it's killer. It's—it's so good. Unfortunately, where we watched that movie, it's at at the mall that used to be the place to go in Sarasota. That mall is now a complete ghost town. I mean, it's—it's sad because we've had really good—we have really good memories at that mall of the kids growing up and us going there, and I don't know, just shopping. And there was always stuff for the kids to do. And now it is like the only thing that keeps that place going. The only thing is that AMC theater, and even that is—I can't believe they're still open. Because there was no, we were there during the week, but there was no one there. It was empty. And even here in Canton, when you go to the theater during the week, there's people there. Here it was, it was us and three or four other people in the theater at the IMAX. I'm like, it's probably costing them more to be playing this movie for one screen than it is for us to be paying their ticket prices to watch it. But uh, anyway, so let's just. There you go. It's still a great experience watching it in IMAX, but the movie (laughs) itself. How was the movie? No, no, okay. The movie itself. I just... um, it's, It's good. It's very enjoyable. It's too long. That's my biggest gripe because this felt like an hour and 45, if that, stretched to two hours and 15 minutes. In fact, there was a part about the... Probably slightly past the midway point where I'm like, okay... Here we go. Here's the finale. Or not because we're going to keep this train rolling for another good 45 minutes, folks, and they didn't need to do that in my opinion cuz that midway point would have been a great great ending. They could have wrapped it up there, but they uh I mean I'm not going to spoil the movie, but they as you can see in the trailers, they go to yeah, the um, ending, the Hawaii stuff. The, the Hawaii movie. stuff, yeah. uh, which is with Hobbs' family goes to the island to get his, you know, brothers and sisters and, you know, Moana to the whatever. to Yeah. So it was, that was stuff was fine. But everything, like, this movie is so over-the-top ridiculous. And that's fine. So were a lot of, the, like, the last several Fast and Furious movies. But I, everything on the Hawaiian island or wherever, whatever, it was even more so to where I'm like, eh, I'm starting to get a li- little bit annoyed here and... You're doing your your dance thing here,
1: but they um, did that on the soccer field. He t- he taught the girls on the soccer field. Mm. How to do that.
0: <laughs> so I guess it comes full circle. Yeah. yeah, it's still it was still fine. I mean, the movie I t- was fun. I had,
1: I had totally forgotten about that, and oh, guess what's coming next is Fast Eight Seven Six <laughs> that I watched. Yes, uh, and when that part came up, I was like, oh, that's just like the Hobbs and Shaw trailer. Oh, ah,
0: yeah. I yeah. see. There is two cameos that are hilarious, and probably my favorite parts of the movie, actually, my favorite part of the movie is, uh, and it's this is no spoilers, but they're on an airplane, Hobbs and Shaw, and they're just, they're back and forth, uh, is it is hilarious, I mean, it's it just felt like they were given a rough outline of what to talk about, and they just wing it, it is so funny, but that was probably my favorite part of the movie, even more so than, the, the action was great, but, again, it just got a little bit a little bit too much towards the end. Um, this would have been a great at-home drinking movie. Like, you're going to enjoy pouring several cold ones to this. <laughs> yes. It's just check brain at door. And Idris Elba is great in, as the villain. He's good at anything. The lady in it, uh, Vanessa Kirby uh, as Hattie, is, she is... Just gorgeous. I, oh gorgeous. yeah, from the trail
1: Oh yeah, I remember her from the trailer.
0: Yeah. So anyway, that gets it gets a thumbs up. It's um perfect summer tentpole fun. It, it's not the greatest thing ever. In fact, I liked. I would I would say that this is probably on the same level as Fast and the Furious uh, six, the the runway one. Okay. Fair enough. Which is a good movie. Upon rewatch, I quite like that, and this is fine too. I if I were you, wait for. Streaming, whatever. Oh yeah, I will.
1: Uh, I continued on with my reverse Fast and Furious. <laughs> Get it? Because I did it driving backwards. Oh yeah. Uh, hey. Order. So I went eight, seven, six. After doing three, two, one. And yeah, uh, fun as hell. I still think eight's about my favorite because it has an interesting plot that brings everything involves all of the movies in some way or another, and I really like that. Seven, it's still good, still emotional. Six, I I, six comes along every time I watch. Like, yeah, not bad. And that was where I Mm -hmm. downturned a little bit, but still funny and fun, crazy and wacky and hijinks. And that's probably where I'm going to stop on this year's Fast and Furious run. I seem to do it every year. Like, here we go. And next next year, what what is this? Twenty twenty will probably be straight through one, two, four, five, six, seven, eight. (laughs) <laughs> or maybe I should try watching them in chronological order, which is one, two, four, five, six, three,
0: seven, eight. <laughs> yeah, there you go.
1: I believe that's the actual chronological order. Yeah,
0: I I do love that we're one of us is almost always watching something Fast and Furious related at this point. Well, we were both went on a tear. Yeah. You, well, yeah. You, uh, so you guys put a
1: pin in yours because of your trip, didn't you? Because you guys yes. were going to go one, two, three
0: yep now that we're back one two um, three four yeah yeah uh now I do have some stuff that I need to get caught up on I got some birthday presents so I want to get some of those things watched but um oh yeah she's itching to watch and I am too I want to watch especially part four i'm I'm wanting to watch keep watching these
1: oh it'll it'll be the uh uh it'll be the mouthwash that you savor after three just bricks in your mouth
0: yeah yeah <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, Part three, I have a feeling is going to be like stale cigarette butts that I try to, you
1: know. No, they're ha- the stale cigarette butts that you accidentally found in your beer because you grabbed the wrong beer. Ooh. Oh. Gross. Mm-hmm-hmm. I'm not sure what's grosser that I came up with that analogy or that we both were like, yeah, I hate it when that happens. Yes, it's because ha- happens. it has. It has. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> now, did you watch the extended version or the uh, theatrical for part eight?
1: Extended. Okay. Yep, I, I haven't seen the theatrical. I've only seen the extended. Oh, so, dude,
0: hold on, hold on. Can you pause here? Yeah, well... I'm going to read this to you, but cut this out. I just got a text from... Hey, thought you should know. You were absolutely right about... <laughs> My day suddenly got brighter. <laughs> oh, I wish I could leave that in. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I haven't talked to that guy... He's a cool guy. He's a he is on the yeah. level. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Anyway, I'm gonna I want to respond to him, but <laughs> you can. I mean, look how happy you are now. Oh. <laughs> Praise Jesus. Oh. Karma's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I'm done. This this ship has sailed. The train has left the station. <laughs> I... The shit is down the shithole. I don't know what yes, it was. The, yes, <laughs> yes. Are, are you writing Hellboy 2? What's the going poop on? The in the outhouse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Feel
0: free to leave uh, some of that in Yeah, you can. I will leave
1: some. I have to. That Hellboy joke was, was money.
0: <laughs> yep. Funnier than anything in the movie. <laughs> 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 oh, whew, now I'm just, oh, I'm just. Hot flashes and uh, <laughs> Me got, too. oh, I'm, I'm uh, chafed. I mean, yeah, I'm just. I'm glad just, we're both going through menopause at the same oh, time. I'm just like my balls, my oh, I'm sweaty down there, <laughs> like oh, oh, man, very sweaty. Good. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: I, okay, where are we at on time? We're we're it's it's we're getting there. I well, want, let's keep uh, turning along. I got a,
0: I got a couple more things I want to quickly. Especially I want, the TV show. I got
1: things I want you to talk about. I want I want to talk about Hunter Killer. Oh, me. I want you to talk about Hunter Killer. <laughs> Hold on. Last week, I reviewed Hunter Killer and Hellboy, and I, and I know you watched them, so, like, hey, over to you, sir.
0: <laughs> okay, so, Hunter Killer. Here's another one, and again, I I hope that the uh, our audience doesn't think that, you know, like, oh, because he liked it, then he liked it as well, and because he didn't like the movie, then, like, I'm not trying to... If, if our audience thought.
1: thinks that, they haven't been around very long because we butt heads on stuff more yes. than frequently.
0: Yeah. But there are certain ones that, like, I totally got why you didn't like Hellboy. And watching Hunter Killer, I totally get why you thought that was pretty much a gem in the rough. Uh, that was a good movie. Uh, really good. Like, and my, my, this is, this is a perfect My Wife and I movie. Espionage, thriller. It's R-rated, but barely. I mean...
1: It's, it's, it's all acceptable stuff. It's not overtly
0: yeah. gory or language-driven. Yeah, rev- yeah, but good twisty, turny. I like that the fact that there is... I don't want to get in too much into the plot. You already did, but I like that there's two different action things going on at the same time. So we got the ground troops, and then we've got the underwater action, and how it all kind of converges. In fact, I... Uh, we we were doing a lot of swimming in Florida, and so we would I would get really tired. And this was one of those movies where I'm like, Jeez. I don't want to fall asleep. Bragg. I do not want to fall asleep. <laughs> uh, it's just you know, it's like 2,000 degrees down there right now. And so I'm <laughs> I'm like wiped out at 9 p.m. I I pour my drink in bed as soon as the drink just hits my lips. <laughs> so it's like as soon as I was getting tired, I'm like, nope, nope, we're done, we're done. <laughs> I'm not gonna miss this. <laughs>
1: Oh. You're, I can just see you guys sitting down you know, oh, hunkering yeah. down Line you hit like, play and Eugene goes no, no 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 stop stop I'm going to bed
0: oh it happened on we watched Goosebumps Part 2 which well, actually translation she watched Goosebumps Part 2 because I, I we tried to get one night we tried to get through a, a Seinfeld episode I mean like minutes into it my neck tilted over like almost against her uh, and she was like Let's, can we just please just go to bed like, <laughs> oh, and she then, has then, to be like
1: she has to be like in the evenings when you're like, okay, you ready to watch something? In her head, she's got to be going, yeah, watch something. I've already got lined up what I'm going to watch after you go to bed in 12 uh-huh. seconds.
0: Yep. Yep. And then I would just, and my, I would get up, my neck would hurt because and I was just burnt to a, just charred to a crisp from the, from you know, drinking kid piss in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, but it was, uh, I mean, there was actually the Seinfeld episode, uh, which this could have almost been a Seinfeld episode, is I fell asleep watching the beginning of it and I'm like, screw it, let's just go back and I'll get my second one. Let's go back and watch it in the bedroom and <laughs> Did she buy that? Oh, we went back and we laid in bed and then she finished the show and then turned the T V <laughs> off and I
1: I'm woke crying. up in the
0: morning like, oh, I think we just Jerry Seinfeld was on last night, I think. <laughs> Good episode, huh, hon? huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It was every night. But anyway, so Hunter Killer.
1: <laughs> did you say Counter Killer?
0: <laughs> I did. I... <laughs> Let's <laughs> Hunter Killer. Um Um Oh no, I, I'm all. Oh,
1: I'm crying. I'm a mess. Oh I know. Now, I'm Wank.
0: sweaty. Um okay. Hunter Killer. Um if only counterkiller Killer" could be the title, but oh, I just can't no. do it. I know that would be perfect because there's a lot of more cuntiness coming in when I talk about the the TV show I'm watching because <laughs> there's a lot of that word used in that. But right, okay, anyway, so uh, it I echo everything you said. I that was a great movie. I, uh, I this did get a theatrical release, and I cannot believe it didn't do. Uh, watch was...
1: the watch the trailer and you will know why it sells itself as more of a, a crazy over the top Olympus has fallen kind of thing, and it's not that really. It's more of a Hunt for Red October
0: kind of thing, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, it totally is. In fact, even my wife actually she said something like she was like this kind of reminds me of Hunt for Red October. I'm like, uh huh. Oh, I'm all in for this. This was this was kind of a would you would, would you consider this to be kind of a not a, I don't even want to say loose adaption of. Hunt for Red October, but it's it's very much, it has a bit of that framework going on. It's got on with similar
1: the... themes going on and similar ideas. You could borderline call it a, a homage or a rip-off or whatever, because you've got um, Russian uh, Russian guys that are rely on help from the Americans, so you've got opposing forces working together, which I love, and they're both working to avoid war, whereas you have some yes. other prick that's trying to start war, or trying to kill they wanted to kill Ramius in Hunt for Out October because they didn't want the, that weapon to fall into the Americans' hands. So, you know, the, the uh, I, whatever. It, it, you had opposing sides working together for the good of the world of not going to war. And I thought, it's just beautiful. I love it when they do that kind of stuff. I, I, it was beautiful. At the, and the very end climax bit, you know, which, you know, which part I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Awesome, and I—I I, you watched it in Florida, so I know you didn't have a sound system to speak of. I just had my uh, sound bar and subwoofer, and let me tell you, sir, you're gonna enjoy the sound on that Blu-ray when you watched it in the theater room when that part happens because it is IMAX jolting, like because <laughs> it's so
0: quiet and then all of a sudden, it, it, it kicked ass. Uh, which, uh, speaking of which. Uh, I own that now on Voodoo, and that is totally, like, I almost felt bad that we were watching it on a regular, much, yeah, you know, a regular, a smaller TV with no sound system or whatever. That deserves to be seen. That's prime time real estate movie watching there. It, it totally is. Yep. Uh, Gary, I hated Gary Oldman, which is a credit to his acting. I thought he did a great job at being the hard, hard line, pro-war, Republican army just, guy. Just, just kill them all, let God, and sort yep. them out kind of yep. thing. Yep. Um so
1: he, he's done that before. He does seem he goes a little over the top with it though, but you know, it's Gary Oldman, that's fine. Uh, it, what was that movie? I, I we, we talked about it when when I reviewed it. it's fine. When he gets his chance to sink his teeth into a, oh, I'm a right-wing bad guy. Here it here it freaking comes.
0: <laughs> yeah. But eh, whatever. Yep, yeah, but uh never bored. I was never bored. Uh that even the talky stuff, I'm like uh, in fact, Je- well, Joni was picking it up a lot easier than I was, than I was, because I was, yeah, Sleeping, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I even asked her the next day, I'm like, now, um, so what's going on with the Russian guy, and, uh... and she's like, well, here's what's going on, i mean, Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eugene. Uh,
1: yeah, and, uh, I really like, too, that, well, what you were talking about, the, you had the ground thing going on. You had the submarine. How great were those underwater scenes
0: for the submarine? Oh, I, yeah. I mean, stunning. Yes, they were. A couple parts I think looked a bit CGI, but it it was never like oof. That's yeah, I agree. That's that's I, bad. It's like uh, okay, there's there's some CGI going on, but oh, when they were making that sharp. Turn Ugh. and they, oh, I don't want to spoil anything because if you haven't watched the movie, listeners. I was sweating
1: during that. That was scene.
0: that was a great scene, and like no one really trusted the Russian guy, but they're like, you know, he pointed like sharp turn, turn or whatever, you know. Yeah, that was a great scene. Yep.
1: And uh, what was I going to say? Oh, then there was. I was texting you about it when I was first watching it. I said now they're getting the air force involved, and they showed those new. It was the thing that replaced the F-14, I think. It's uh, uh the uh, I can't remember what it's called it's the fighter jet that has the stealth bomber tech. It looks like a mishmash of the F-14, but with the stealth bomber look to it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. They showed one in there. And I was like, oh, it's about to get super, re- we're about to go Return of the Jedi. We're going to have an, our air game, our sea game, and our land game all going at the same time. And then they just kind of cut away and there was no more air jet plane,
0: nothing. <laughs> but uh that's all right. There was still enough yeah. there. Me how cool awesome. how hey, how cool was that by the way when uh the again, minor spoilers here, when the uh the soldiers were invading and the one soldier gets shot in the leg. Yeah. But he's just like, no, you know what? I i I I'm not gonna yell because I don't want to give away our position. Uh just suck it up. I thought that was so cool. That they, they were just bad asses. You oh, I thought, that?
1: wait, 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 are you talking about the American soldier that got shot? Yeah. Oh yeah, he got that shot was in awesome. the leg. And, and he then, just he yeah, just sat comes there back like for no, that. Money scene later, ping uh-huh. ping. Uh But I also, I really, really loved that the Russian guy helped them. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, yes. That they, uh-huh. they come across, and he helped them out. I was like, oh, that's so freaking awesome. I love it. Because those are people that are true. They're working for the real good. They're not just there to, I don't know, be gung-ho. Let's kill people. They're, they really believe in what they're doing. They're believers. And,
0: yeah. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. Yep, that is a complete gem. Total gem in the rough there. Uh, that would have been, like, probably probably number one or two on, if that would have been a roulette, that would... That's oh, jeez, that'd be the top. one to beat for the year. Yep, but um, Gerard Butler, well, we all know about Gerard Butler and his musky all awesomeness. <laughs> yep. Um. See, it's almost like him and Clive Owen, like, they're kind of in the same ballpark, but Gerard Butler is kind of a couple of steps up, but they're kind of, they're both, both big beefy. We need a B team movie with them.
1: It's a, uh, uh, Bob's and crawl. It's starting. Yes. To-
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you got your title. <laughs> Bob's and crawl. <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> oh, speaking, of, oh,
1: <laughs> speaking, speaking oh. of,
0: uh, of burping while talking. Oh, just oh terrible, shitty, acidy coffee <laughs> up and oh. Oh my goodness! That hold on. Uh, uh, <laughs> it always devolves to this. It,
1: oh, speaking of uh, that kind of talking, uh, do you want to talk about a TV show?
0: Yes, Rick and Morty. <laughs> Please. Oh, oh boy. Um, whoo, that was great. Um, How far so are you? I, I'm uh, I'm only a couple. That's see. That's one that I cannot watch with my wife. No, no. no. So I actually started with I, I watched the first half of episode one and I'm like, this is pretty good. But I'm like, I remember Eric saying that it gets better. So I'm like, you know what? Just it's probably one of those where every episode is a one off. And so who cares? So I jumped to season three, I think, and immediately I'm like, oh my goodness, this is incredible. This is awesome and hilarious. Then I talked to you again. And you're like, oh, that's, it's just kind of the first episode. So once you get past that, it's all gold. So I went and watched the first episode again, and I'm now I'm starting from scratch because I like it that much. So I'm going through. I mean, I'm I'm so oh, is it episode four or five of season one again? I would like to. Wa- I'm going to watch more now that I'm home. But yeah, we couldn't watch as much down there because knew. But oh, yeah, yeah. it's. It's so funny, and it's so, like, I love the movie references, the very sly, cool movie references, and just how completely disgusting and gory the show is, gleefully. Oh, just, oh, I I know that there's some episodes you haven't
1: seen yet. Just, just wait. I mean, total gore factor. Have you, have you seen The Purge Planet yet?
0: I saw the one where there's a dead uh, bloated corpse that the, <laughs> that they're that the kid was injected into, and it's know, it's an amusement park inside this corpse, and, <laughs> so, and then they have to go yes. out through the. And it's oh, got the, was... it's
1: got uh, John Oliver does one of the voices, right? Oh, it's
0: yes, yes, yes yeah. It is <laughs> so funny. It's so f- I'm like this is brilliant. It's like I, this could be the pinnacle of, of season one. I can't imagine they're gonna um, uh, mute your mic, Morty. You're about to <laughs> oh. grab a boob or something. It was. Yeah, yeah, I've watched great. that
1: episode about five times. Yeah, but, um...
0: Oh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm all in. And that's, that's perfect drinking material. Perfect drinking material. Because it seems like the, the... They're always drinking on the... Like, didn't you say that there's, like, actual drinking going on? I, yeah,
1: don't quote me on that again. Uh, I just remember that it when Parman did an interview with uh, Kevin Smith, that I believe he said that sometimes they go into the room, the sound booth, and they just drink and say shit. Which would explain the end of season one where it's just Rick berating Morty in the, yeah, I made you shove those seeds up your ass, and I made you smart for a minute, but now you're going to be dumb forever, and we're going to do this forever. You and me, uh, rickandmorty.com, rickandmortyadventures.com, forever." Do you remember that?
0: Yes, I do. Yep. 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 Oh, hilarious was the,
1: that was worth the entire episode was that the, ending of him just belching while he's saying all those
0: things there there's so much slobber and burping and just <laughs> naked old man ass and <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, and you I haven't got I, to
1: pickle rick yet no okay well no. that is that one there i th- if it didn't win emmys it should have uh, and i everybody always talked about pickle rick pickle rick pickle rick and i watched the episode and i was like all right and then I watched it two, three, four, five more times, and mm, that's a level of brilliance uh, that I did not see on the first round. There's a therapist in that episode played by, who voices her? Uh, Susan Sarandon. So, I mean, they're, okay. getting, they're getting names, but it's so damn good. And the ending is the very, it always seems like the very
0: tail ending is the most improv bit. Oh, I know. It just, and they just end abruptly and awkwardly and... Uh, I Wait. don't know, I don't know, Rick, if I should you be doing know. this. <laughs> oh, he's just, and he's always on the verge of puberty, and there's always like, in a couple episodes, there's this buxom blonde that's, you know, pushing her tits up against him. Oh, I'm awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Oh, it's it's great, and it's did so science fictiony, and just oh, it's. Have you yeah. seen
1: the? Did you get to the episode yet where he, uh, Morty berates his dad for bursting into his room? <laughs> Um, no. His dad bursts into the room and and they have a little, he's like, geez, dad. And they have a little conversation and it's no big deal. And then he, as he's, as his dad is leaving, he's like, hey, dad, by the way, you can't just burst in here like that, man. You can't do stuff like that. I'm 14. I've got the internet. I've got laptops and stuff. You can't do that. And he's like, all right, all right. He's like, I'm just warning you, man, because you're going to see some shit that you're never going to forget if you don't stop doing that.
0: Oh, (laughs)
1: Oh, it's so great. Oh,
0: and the dad is hilarious. Actually, one of the episodes was a Christmas, I think Christmas episode where... Oh, where his parents <laughs> show up with the third... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. And this his dish. dad just
1: slides into the closet and closes mm-hmm. the door.
0: <laughs> I can't believe it's taken me this long to watch this show. Because it is, it's brilliant. I mean, this is like South Park level writing and... I mean, obviously the animation's way, but the animation is quite good, I well, think.
1: Uh, yeah, once they got past that first episode. Right, like, it hit a standard at, well, I assume. Here, if it turns out, I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but it turns out I'm only watching the greatest hits on that marathon thing. So, I'm waiting on you. You tell me when you're done with season one so I can go watch season one. Okay. Because I've watched this marathon loop like five different times, so I've seen all those episodes yeah. of their whatever the greatest hits are. But th- they do seem to be sequential from what I've read on Wikipedia and stuff. It looks yeah. like they're in order because you can tell what, you know, like, oh, that's a reference to episode that was uh, yeah, three episodes ago. Yeah. Well, I haven't watched
0: one dud. The first episode was probably the weakest, but at this point they're all, I, mean, I this is like, they're all awesome. They're, every single one is awesome thus far. But even still...
1: Take that very first episode that's a bit fifty uh, fifty, and explain it to somebody. Oh well, this grandpa takes his oh. son to an interdimensional place, and they shove space peanuts up his ass so that they can get away, and they get chased by the cops, and then he broke both his legs, but it gave him accidental uh, super mm-hmm. intelligence for a minute, and people
0: yeah look at you like you're a you're a lunatic. Yep. <laughs> Actually, I stopped the episode. I stopped on in in season three was the one where the screen like go like there's duplicates of themselves <laughs> Yes, right? they were and they're of all themselves. talking kind of over top of each other. And I'm like, Oh, this
1: is, <laughs> it's mad genius. That episode hurts oh, my head from a writer's standpoint. Like, how do you even explain that to somebody?
0: Yeah. And you... it's, it was <sighs> done. great. Yeah, it was great. <laughs>
1: uh, okay. Well, we got to wrap up cause it's almost time for you to, well, I gotta Baby go said. pick up my dog on one side of the County and then I gotta go co- coach the soccer team on the other side of the County.
0: Yeah. It's Should twice. we do a quick coming soon? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Um, for me, coming soon is, uh, next episode I will have The Boys watched on, uh, Amazon Prime. I'll Ugh. be all done with that. So I will be reviewing that next week.
1: Can't wait to watch. Um,
0: it. going to, I actually got, uh, and I know where you stand on this movie, but I want to review the, uh, the new remaster of, uh, the 4K remaster of Don't Look Now with Donald Sutherland. Uh, which I loved, and I know that you're what not. What's that? A, well, that's when him, his wife, him and his wife. Their daughter dies in a water accident, and then he goes to uh, uh, Venice with his wife, and it's you watched it. We I reviewed it on the show many, many years ago. At this point, don't look uh, now. But, don't look now. But it got a uh, a new for like literally, it's a on a UHD disc, so. Um, I'm halfway through. Then I have no memory of this. Huh. Well, I'll review it next episode. Alrighty. And uh, Shredder. My wife actually got me a movie on my Christmas. on my Christmas list. Oh, Eugene. On my birthday list, and uh, it is called Shredder, and it's a slasher movie. So yay for me. <laughs> um. Oh, and also uh, Rise of the Foot Soldier. I I'm pretty sure that I've mentioned that movie on this show. I haven't watched that movie since before we even started taping this show um but it's a soccer hooligan type movie and uh i finally got it for really really cheap on blu-ray and i can't wait to rewatch that one i remember it it's a true story by the way but i'm looking forward to rewatching that one and giving my full review on it so we'll see have you ever heard of that one rise of the foot soldier i think i
1: have yeah but between shredder and rise of the foot soldier it sounds like you're going on a Teenage
0: Mutant Ninja Turtles terror. <laughs> mm. Mm. Nope. It's, slasher and Soccer Hooligans. That's yeah, more yep. my speed.
1: Uh, coming soon, uh, Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for me. Uh, Adjustment Bureau. I gave that movie another shot. I didn't really love it the first time I watched it, but I thought, oh, it's in my voodoo. I'll give it another chance. Uh, I think I've already teased Excessive Force 2, Force on Force. Mm-hmm. And there might be some more VHS coming down the line, but I gotta get this damn kitchen put back together, and I gotta, yeah, It just hadn't been a lot of movie watching. Like I said, I just finished up the damn roulette two minutes before the show started, and
0: it's 4.30,
1: so quick, make it awkward and funny so we can quit.
0: Oh, um, let's see, that's not funny. Uh Um. I don't know, Eric. How do I make it awkward and funny? You're gonna do it, Morty.
1: You're gonna do it. We can do it. I promise you. We're gonna oh, do it forever, Moviefreaks.com, <laughs> <laughs> Movie ever. Moviefreaks.com. Moviefreaks. We're gonna keep know. recording this show, Eugene. <laughs> you and me, buddy. Uh, you and me. Eugene and EugeneandEricAdventures.com. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, you can wave your hands. I'm just going to keep letting you hang out. there. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> there it is. That's the end. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for coming to the show. See you next week. Maybe renovating my bathroom. <laughs> All right. For listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash moviefreakspod on twitter at moviefreakspod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.